What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Kevin, aka Shonuff71. And we're back with season five, episode seven of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime. We got Des, the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, homie? Not much. Just, again, happy to be here, you know, with y'all fine people. Really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Absolutely. And our show wouldn't be a show without Trader Joe, the food max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, brother? I'm just uh, kicking kicking on this wonderful Sunday. I actually had time to play some games today. So, how successful were you in in, in trying <laughs> trying to play some games? Were you able uh, to do it? Or? No, yeah, I did it. <laughs> you know, I had uh, decided not to work overtime this weekend, so I won't wound up having two days to do whatever. Is but it's like me doing some stuff around the house and kind of making sure I got, like, you know, free time during the week to game versus, you know, just trying to be responsible and stuff, you know, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how that goes, so. <laughs> and, of course, all in the business of going and purchasing and uh, obtaining games versus, you know, the actual um, act of playing them, too. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you got to play the games you buy. Yeah. Yes, I know. That's kind of part of it. Well, speaking of playing game, playing games, uh, Joe, since you're talking about it, why don't you kick things off with your playlist? Uh, my playlist is kind of bare bones this week. Um, I, Iceborne came out, and literally, um, I was just been playing the Witcher content for some reason. I went to the other research area, and I got into that Witcher content. And, you know, I didn't know anything about it because I know, you know, with the Iceborne, they're supposed to have a, a forge over there and a counter and all this other stuff. So I went there to check it out. And then, lo and behold, I popped off a uh, the Witcher content, which I never had played uh, during the original release of Monster Hunter World. So and uh, got my ass handed to me quite a bit. That was last weekend, but I went back in. Sold it, of course, because you only could play it solo and uh, managed to beat uh, the um, creature in that content on there. And then they get the uh, reward, which is a little fireball that you could throw <laughs> and equip to your character on that. I don't know if either of you two might, might have beat that content yet or not. But, nope. Uh, I tried it, and I got beat by that, uh, whatever the, that end boss was. That, the tree. The, like, the tree the, thing. The yeah. crazy tree, yeah. But uh, once you beat it, it you do get um, magic. You get a uh, particular uh, magic object from the Witcher universe on there, and you're able to bust out with the little fireball that kind of surrounds your character on there. So it might be useful uh, if you guys are thinking about it, if you want to throw that on there um obviously it's not anything of substance i don't think but i haven't had a chance to take it out in battle but uh um pretty much after that i have not fired up iceborne again um you know with this upcoming release of borderlands 3 um i wanted to get back into finishing some of the dlc for borderlands 2 so um going through and you know at first i was gonna say i was just gonna put on normal difficulty and just go and just go and 
get through the content real quick, and I just realized it's too damn boring to be overpowered. It's like literally, I went up to a particular boss at the end of one of this uh, other DLC I was playing, and literally killed him in like half of a minute. You know, it's like uh. literally where you know if I was playing on True Vault Hunter, you know, this boss took me you know five ten minutes to beat on that. So I went back to the um, True Vault Hunter difficulty, and I'm making through the Tiny Tina at Dragon's Keep DLC right now. So, and even though I got far with it, uh, playing with my friends Dom and Nick on the PC, I still want to finish that DLC and then do the, um, um, the, um, Sanctuary DLC. There's a Road to Sanctuary DLC that uh, bridges the storylines between Borderlands 2 and 3. And mind you, Borderland doesn't have that deep of a, <laughs> um, you know, story-wise, it's not like a hugely scripted game. It's just a loot shooter, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm going to start my character uh, with Borderlands 3 to get my uh, bonus within the first 14 days, but I'm going to take the effort to go ahead and uh, finish that other DLC before I start the game proper. So, but uh, that's pretty much been all my gaming for the entire week. I've been watching a lot of baseball with the regular season winding up for the Braves, and so... I have been uh, trying to play Dragon Quest Eight. I'm back into that since we went to PAX and had a chance to play it on my 3DS for a while. So on that, so I've been uh, playing that off and on as well too. So it's, it's, it's really good to get back to playing some 3DS. It's been a hot minute on there. I know you were playing yours at work for a bit, right, Kevin? Um, no, I really was. I don't have really. I don't really don't have time to play too much at work. Yeah, I've been trying to make the time. I've been trying to eat my breakfast at my desk so I could actually take a 15-20 minute break in the morning so I could play some Dragon Quest. But uh, you know, it hasn't, you know, I got too much stuff to do at work. So. Yeah. I actually was, I'm actually, wouldn't mind uh, selling my, my DS, but I looked at the trading value on it and it's just gone into toilet, so I might as well keep it. So it's just like I just don't, Portable gaming is just just really doesn't have a place place for me anymore. Yeah, it's not like you're gonna play on the couch while you know your wife's watching TV or something, right? No, no, that's not gonna. That never happened. <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's how I used to do when I was married. You know, I sometimes would go and she'll be watching like you know, Little Women or some other inane like any type of. T- yeah, you know, real housewives of blank, you know, sitting there and playing with 3DS and at least getting to sit in the same room, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, that's been my last week. What about uh, you, Kevin? What you been gaming on? Uh, man, it's just been it's been Iceborne. Uh, one of the th- problems that I had before was since I've never played G rank. And uh, any other Monster Hunter uh, game, so I really wasn't. I was literally expecting to just kind of continue on with my end, my end game gear, and it well, it didn't work out that way because it's like, well, gosh, I'm I'm barely doing any damage. Uh, nothing. All of my attacks are just like you know like pelting these monsters with spitballs as opposed to, you know, <laughs> the actual impact that it had, you know, at when I when I hit in game. So 
I was like, why is it taking me an hour to kill a Toby Kadachi? It's it's like none of this is making sense. So I went I went onto YouTube, figured out what was going on, and they said, Oh well, you have to make this or uh gear and then go into the uh the iceborne content because all that stuff you worked hard for uh basically means jack crap now because all the monsters are way more strong even the ones that you fought before and we've got the subspecies remixes adding adding new a, a new twist to uh regular monsters so i'm just like oh, okay so that's what i did wrong so i made a um uh, I I collect or I, I just just regularly as I played the game I've got I've got tons of ore so I was able to make uh, a complete ore set made a an ore weapon I'm using my weapons of choice are the bow and the charge blade so I was able to make two of those and i went back into the content and i had a much easier time <laughs> fighting these uh uh these beginning monsters the uh uh the moose-headed thing the boba whatever it is boradora something like that uh, i was able to take that one down and farm it i've got some gear uh from it that will be important when i start building my bow sets out uh right now i'm just concentrating with the uh with the charge blade because that was the easiest uh to make because i can't really take advantage of my bow sets because i don't have gear yet that's uh kitted out with constitution and uh surge and uh i forget what the other it's surge Energy surge. I, I'm, I'm naming the wrong skill, but constitution and uh, energy surge. Are, I don't have those uh, skills uh, set up with this new armor that I'm getting. So I'm trying to farm the pieces that are going to give me those. Kind of focus on those skills uh, using my uh, my ore. But I kind of I set up a uh, pretty neat charge blade build with. Uh, Using the Jagras armor. And the Jagras armor is pretty dope. Uh, it's got high defense. It's got some. Uh, it comes with uh, a couple of points of artillery. Uh, it's got some points of attack. And uh, combined with the jewels that I have, uh, I was able to make a pretty decent uh, set for the charge blade. So I, that's kind of be what I'm going to be probably going to be using to farm some of these other monsters for me to build out my um, my bow sets and maybe some some charge some other charge blade sets. But but yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. Um, played been playing also um, River City Girls, fantastic game. I've talked about that uh, uh, last show. A great beat 'em up uh, in the River City in the River City universe, kind of a reimagining of it. Looks more like a like an anime, kind of like a 16 16 bit 2D anime, <laughs> more so than the uh, the 8 bit uh, um, uh, super deformed look of traditional River City games. And it's it's just such an excellent game. 
Does it remind own. you of uh, Scott Pilgrim at all? People keep talking about it. It's like Scott Pilgrim. I don't think so. Uh, I don't see the Scott Pilgrim resemblance in this too much at all. Um, definitely, it's definitely not in the combat. I think Scott Pilgrim's combat was a lot more, uh, I guess, simpler. Um, this one, the combat is one, way more rounded out. You can be as complicated or as in-depth into the systems as you want to be as you open up skills for your characters. Uh, so, no, I don't really see the resemblance between River City Girls and Scott Pilgrim other than the fact that they're uh, 8-bit or 16-bit inspired 2D beat-em-ups. That's, that's really the only thing I see. The soundtrack in, in uh, River City Girls is fantastic. Um, there's a track for every level, and the music is really good. It kind of gives you this... Um, kind of like 80s into the 90s people were still talking valley girlish <laughs> kind of vibe going on valley girlish i guess if you were in california i don't need i don't know if that was a a craze in other parts of the country necessarily but it's just a really solid beat em up and just before we started recording the show uh, i got a chance to jump into the opening sequences of uh, Astral Chain. And it looks like that game is going to be pretty dope. Um, have not got into the real meat of the game yet. I'm still in the introductory, still in the un- introductory phase, introductory aspects of it. Um, there, I, surprisingly, there is a creative character. Not a whole lot of depth to it, but I was able, at least able, kind of, sort of, to make a blackish character. So I was Black-ish. actually kind of, yeah. uh, I was actually kind of surprised with that. Thank you, Japanese uh, people. Yeah, <laughs> it's I like pseudo African American, pseudo Mexican American, probably. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the the skin tone is okay. I mean, it doesn't let you make any adjustments to the to the face. So basically, you've got a. Uh, what would be a white dude dipped in chocolate? There's not even a there. There's not even a fro or braids or cornrows for a hairstyle to do that you can choose from. So I've got like this buzz cut that if you squint real hard, kind of sort of looks like a fade, but really isn't. <laughs> so well, I say I'll, I'll take my diversity where I can get it. <laughs> but the game itself seems like it's going to be pretty cool. So. Uh, uh, not into the meat of it yet, like I said before, but uh, forward to getting further into it. And really, as far as game, oh, I'm still gone back, going back and try and uh, working my way through Horizon Zero Dawn. In uh, that, from that app, from that backlog aspect, so making my way through the story, doing some of the side quests. Uh, that game is phenomenal. Um, if you have not played it yet. Uh, do yourself a favor and play it. It is beautiful looking. Uh, it plays excellently as you open up uh, Aloy's skill tree abilities uh, with the bow. How she takes down enemies is varied and truly enjoyable. So, And I'm also digging the, uh, the overall story behind it. A solid game from, from Gorilla Studios. So uh that's been my gaming 
thus far. So, uh, Des, why don't you tell folks what you've been playing, man? Well, I've actually been playing my DS a little bit more. I've been taking it out with me. Um, back in school right now, it's my final semester, so I've been playing, you know, while I'm on the on the bus, uh, uh, public transit, um, going from work into to school. So it's been fun. I've just been digging back into my catalog. Joe got me a couple of games. Um, uh, so I've been playing that. I've been really interested in fantasy life again. Haven't played it in a while. So I got back into that. And that's been fun. You know, a lot of fetch quests and, you know, all this other stuff. It's it's like, you know, it's uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, but super, 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 super light. <laughs> but... Um, but it's not bad. It's 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 a pretty fun game. So that's 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 the when bulk that's the game that's been taking the bulk of my time when I've been um riding around and stuff. Um also played Iceborne. Actual Iceborne, not like Joe. I've actually been playing <laughs> Iceborne. Um uh, and and that's been fun. Um just just waiting for a time when I can actually just kind of sit down and really start putting some hours into it. Um uh so that's just one thing that I'm thinking, you know, I need to start doing. And then I've been playing Greedfall. Uh, Greedfall just came out uh, past week, and I have been playing it. And I have um, been just really trying to get used to it. I've I've played uh, a couple of other Spiders games beforehand, and, and I'm, I'm well-vested in the Eurojank. Um and I'm just just trying to get used to the combat style. It's 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 interesting. I know a lot of people have been calling it like you know uh, Bioware Light or whatever or or Bargain Bin Bioware, but I think it's a little bit higher than that. Uh, and I wanted to support this game or that game because um, Spiders is a studio that's trying to do stuff. It's trying to do stuff, and 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 because it's trying to do stuff, I think that we should we should support that you know they're coming out they're they're trying to give us a, a a very unique experience from from a new ip um from a from a studio that only has like 40 plus people so so yeah like i, I will i will sit i will plunk plunk down my money and support it you know does it have its warts yeah you know every game does but so far it's been it's been an interesting experience um playing it it doesn't play like a traditional you know action rpg there's there's a lot of like smaller stuff going on with it that that i'm just trying to wrap my head around so so it's not bad you know it's definitely not bad and and you should definitely give it a a try um yeah and it's definitely much better than out of all like if you want to term if you want to coin that this is part of Eurojank, this is the best Eurojank game i've played in a long time so how would you describe, is the combat, uh, can you think of a game in the third person action RPG genre that the combat is, is most like? Um, it's like a Tales game. <laughs> That's what's so funny about it, because you control your main character, and then your other folks just kind of go off and do their own thing. Um, and they and And depending on the type of skills that you get, uh, you can make them better in combat. And like there's and there's like three different skill trees that you can have. Sorry, there's three different types of 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 skills you can have. So you have skills, which are like your attack stuff. Then you have attributes, which are um, which are like your your personal things. You know, like your making your HP and your hit points better. And then there's talents, which are um, which are basically like academic type of things that you can do. Like like 
they're they're kind of like skills, but they're also things that, that that can make you much more well-rounded. It's very interesting that the combat in its in in, in itself is is fairly straightforward and simplistic. It's just how you how you want to play, you know, is is what it comes down to. And you know, and you only get attributes every couple of levels. You only get talents every couple of levels, but it's the skills that you get that really kind of um make your character uh shine and and how you want to play like if you want to be a warrior if you want to be a mage if you want to be like a much more of a tactician and lay traps you can do that but but the cool thing about this game which i really like is you get these things called memory crystals and you can basically respect your character you know for for little to nothing i mean all it costs you is a memory crystal and i guess you're able to get a couple of those, you know, throughout the throughout your gameplay. So you're never really truly locked into one playstyle, which is fun. You know, I, I you get to experiment, and you can always save your game and then you know play around for a while. If you don't like it, you know, reload that last save. I mean, it's it 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 reminds me of a classic classic action RPG, and 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 it's interesting. You know, I I'm not. I'm still, you know, getting used to the story. Um, it, it It's an interesting, you know, story. But, again, I'm still trying to get used to it. But other than that, it's it's a pretty good game, you know? It's based in the, what, 17th century? And you yeah, are... What? Yeah, 17th century, but it's it's all different. You know, it, it has that 17th century aesthetic. So you have, like, the, the these people that are, that are like the Catholic Church, and, and they're trying to, you know... Um, convert everybody, and then you have people who would be like the Turks, you know, or the or the Arabic, you know, and they're fighting with them, and and so it, the and that's a, like the the backstory, you know, the war between them, and then there's this new island, you know, that's supposed to be like untouched by man, and, and all this other stuff, and I don't know, it's just it's just an interesting game, but but you're kind of dropped in. And then your character kind of learns more stuff as they as they go, because they really don't know anything about what's going on. Like you're 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 just like a you're, you're like a diplomat. You know, you're not even like the your cousin is the guy who who basically is the governor of the of this uh, New Fredid, which is the or I'm probably saying it wrong, but that's the island that you're on. You know, and he's like the governor of it because they can be, you know, it's just, it's just weird. It's like, why is he the governor? Well, you know, they founded it, they founded it and they put the first city. So they, they, they laid claim to the territory, but there's indigenous people there. And so, so it's weird. It's, it's just a lot of political stuff going on too, in the background. And, and if you want, you can sit down and actually listen to what everyone is saying, you know, and, and pick a side. And of course, you know, further down the line, you have to pick a side, you know, you either have to pick one of three sides as was, I'm assuming you have to pick either the, the Turks, you know, or you have to pick the, 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 the Catholic church, or you have to pick the, to side with the natives and that kind of changes, you know, the outcome, you know, and that's the one thing that, that spiders is billing on is that people are going to like the, the dynamic, uh, quest function because there are no, there are no like fetch quests or something like that. Each quest, you know, builds upon another quest and there's multiple ways that you can, you can, um, solve them which is really cool like you can you can you know you know lock sneak your way in lock pick everything release the person and then get out you know or you can go in guns blazing and just kill everybody or you can you know blow a hole in the wall you know and and demolition style so there's multiple ways to do this you know which is great you know and that's why i think it's little nuances like that 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 
make me want to like you know support this game because that sure as hell isn't what you know Bioware is doing anymore, and it sure as hell isn't <laughs> what Bethesda is doing anymore. So, so yeah, you know, pretty much, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna support it. And and, and again, yeah. if if you're and if you're on the fence about it, if you're on the fence about it, it'll go on sale, you know. And I would say you know or red box it and try it out for a weekend. You know, it's definitely it's definitely worth a try. Is is my well, thing. What I was going to say is if um, you're listening to this, uh, if they haven't pulled the offer yet, uh, Best Buy is offering a $10 gift card with purchase on there if you buy this game. This game's not a full $59.99 game. It is a $49.99 game. So basically, even better. Pay 50 bucks, get a $10 gift card back for it. So, In fact, the, the deal is so successful that PS4 is sold out on Best Buy's website. You have to look for in-store. Um, purchase to be able to get it on there. So, you know, consider yourself getting that gift card, Desmond. Uh, lucky man, because it sold out pretty quickly at uh, Best Buy. So, yeah, in my opinion, it's worth it. So, but again, it's up to you what you want to do, of course. <laughs> but that's what I've been playing. So, alrighty. Well, uh, we did not get any feedback, but if you would like to share, your thoughts and opinions on uh, anything you've heard in the gaming industry or games in general, you'll want to send that to gamingvessels at gmail.com or reach out to us at uh, one of our Twitter Twitter handles or the Gaming Vessels Twitter handle. We'll go over that towards the end of the show. But uh, right now, we've got some news to share with you, uh, mostly primarily regarding some news that has leaked out from the uh, recently ended Tokyo Game Show of this year. So, uh, Trader Joe, why don't you show the fo- share with the folks some of the uh, news that we've got for them. Alright, yeah, the Tokyo Game Show just happened this last weekend on there, so, and so there's, you know, some few things of note to kind of talk about, so uh, I think we mentioned this last week, but Yakuza 7 was announced in Japan. Uh, they did announce the U.S. name for the uh, game. It's going to be called Yakuza Like a Dragon on there. Um, I did see a comment from the director, or actually the producer of Yakuza, and what they wanted to do is that they seemed like Yakuza 7 would be an appropriate name for the game, even though it's the seventh game in the series in Japan. It's just because uh, they feel like with the uh, RPG elements with the game that uh, they want to uh, create a uh, separate series for it, at least, you know, um, in the U.S. and Europe on that. So, and then uh, they did show a lot of uh, different things on the game. Uh, uh, There's... If you go online, there's about 22 minutes of gameplay from the fourth chapter of the game on there. They showed uh, something called Delivery Help Summon Summon System, which name is a pun on Delivery Health, which is basically call girls, girls services in Japan. So, And they also showed some uh, kart racing as well, uh, a la Mario Kart on there. And then uh, they also showed... Uh, the map of the uh, district that you were exploring on there. And they did state that with the RPG elements that uh, they actually have dungeons in the game as well on that basically, because you can infiltrate uh, Yakuza hideouts 
on there and you have to explore to find the yakuza hideout so you're going back and forth on the map and taking a look where you're at and see where uh, you could discover the yakuza um hideouts are at so and they explained the uh, job change system as well um they said that jobs are unlocked as you clear certain conditions in the game you also have to pass qualification exams for them so and have a minimum amount in stats related to the particular job on there so uh, they said that they tried to include as many references to fantasy RPGs games as possible on there. There's many enemies in the game, like these drunk guys that are hanging out who will equip items as if they're using fantasy theme um, equip equipment items on there. So and so you'll keep running into these drunk guys, and throughout the game, the uh, drunk guys will get stronger and use stronger equipment as well. So so <laughs> game looks kind of little bit off off the chain a little bit and i i'm grateful f- for whatever they're going to come up with on this thing so just to see all the little elements on that any uh, thoughts you guys um i i don't know uh, <laughs> i don't know uh i did not see the entire thing i saw a little bit of the um of the gameplay as far as the turn base um, I don't, I don't know. I, I really want to support it, but I don't know how that, how I'm going to feel about that turn-based combat if this game does indeed play like, uh, or has gameplay elements like traditional, um, Yakuza games. I'm going to get sick and freaking tired of random, possibly unavoidable, maybe they're avoidable, I don't know, uh, combat battles with dudes when I'm trying to get from one <laughs> one one area of the map to the other. It was fun when it was combat, when it was real-time combat. I don't know how I'm going to feel about that if it now that they've gone to this uh, turn-based system. So, well, we'll have to see. You know, know. At least we have a name for the game and we'll see it come out in 2020 next year and you know, you got all these other Yakuza games to play. I know they kind of hinted at um, two that they were thinking about bringing the uh, Yakuza Inshin game, which is the one that's based in feudal Japan that came out for PS4 about three years ago. Uh, thinking about uh, actually doing the um, translation and bringing that out in the West if people are interested. So that might be a game that will be on its way uh, to the U.S. and Europe as well on there so i'm not sure if you would be more interested in that or not kevin if it plays uh, like traditional yakuza sure oh but if, no- if, if nothing else if nothing else this will give me some time to catch up uh with uh with the series in general so actually that game will play kind of like um yakuza but with sword play kind of like uh akin to uh bushido blade if you can believe and maybe not as crazy as like one hit kills or anything like that but uh i'm definitely i'm definitely looking forward to it i think you i think it might be interesting you know to 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 put a little spin on it um so yeah Yeah. i mean i think i'll definitely uh definitely check it out at least i mean it just just seems interesting you know a bit a bit weird you know i'm not gonna (laughs) not gonna lie you know when you have a when you have a franchise you know and and it's one of its core gameplay like you're literally changing the core gameplay i mean that's that's a bold move cotton bold move 
But, you know, you got to think about it, too. It's like the last game for the series on current-gen consoles, you know. Because yeah. if they're going to make a new Yakuza, you might as well go off on the limb on the last one for PS4 on there before, you know, the next PlayStation system comes out. And then they could come up with their definite, you know, battle royale, you know, you know, as far as, you know, typical action battle Yakuza game uh, on there. So Seems interesting. We'll for sure. And then also Square Enix said this was announced um, a few months ago on there, but they finally got a release date for it. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition will be out for PS4, Switch, iOS, and Android devices worldwide on January 23rd, uh, 2020 on there. So it's going to be available in Japan, both physically and digitally for PS4 and Switch. And then for also for iOS and Android on there. So um, this is a remastered edition of the initial game that came out on the GameCube back way back in the day on there. So uh, new features in the remastered edition include online multiplayer for up to four players. They can play across different platforms with crossplay, so you're able to play through all four um, console editions. You know, PS4, Switch, um, iOS, and Android. On there, you're able to transfer save data across platforms, and they added challenging new post-game dungeons and bosses, uh, added some variant character skins for each tribe on there, and they recorded new theme songs, narration, and character voices. You know, that's kind of a given, given the game initially came out back in the early 2000s on there. So, but uh, kind of threw this in the outline because, you know, I don't know either you two uh, played it, but I played this game quite a bit on the GameCube. In fact, uh, uh, people come over and we're like doing the whole GBA link thing um, with the GameCube and basically I was playing quite a bit of this multiplayer on that. So I'm just looking forward to checking this out because I do have fond memories. This is like the first game in the series on there, but I enjoy playing it quite a bit on there. I think... uh, I think there's still a bucket that you might have to carry if we're playing the same screen multiplayer ball to see how it works online. On that, either of you two played this game at all back on I game? Played Bear? with you, Joe. Come on, you remember? Oh, I know. I I remember. <laughs> yes. So, oh, oh, you're you're just you're just like leading me in with that. Yes, we we played it yes. multiple times, lo- lots of times. I remember uh, the game. I don't know. I thought the game was fine, but that that having to carry the bucket and the light and everything that was. I mean, it was interesting. It was an interesting trope to kind of get everyone, you know, buy in and stuff. But yeah, I was just like, why do I have to carry this thing? But you know, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. You know, I would I would play it. You know, I, again, I I thought it was fun. Um, did you ever play it, Kev? Never played it, so I I don't have a point of reference for this. Uh... For this remaster, um, yeah. So I, I really don't know. I really don't have. I really don't have an opinion on it either way. Uh, it's more like an action RPG, kind of yeah. like a mana game versus a Final Fantasy game proper. There's no um, like menu system per se. It's uh, basically uh, action RPG. Mm-hmm. And you run um, around so. and you help each other and. There's like you create your own character and stuff. I mean, it's not it's not a bad game, you know. It's just it was just kind of weird. It was just a weird play style because you literally had to walk around and purify these areas and carry these crystals and stuff. And you had to there was a lot of you, you had to work together as a team to to accomplish a lot of the goal, which is fine. It was just it was just really interesting 
Yeah. It was interesting the fact that this was a multiplayer game, but nothing online back in the day. You had to play, you know, you know, with the same group of people, you know, either using GBAs or GameCube controllers, and uh, you know, doing the do. And I thought yeah. the gameplay loop was fun for what I played. There were subsequent games in the series on the DS and 3DS on there too, so it was just good to see that they're kind of doing a, like a relaunch of this, of this whole subgenre of the Crystal Chronicles series on there. So we'll look forward to that. You know, we'll see if, if I have enough leeway to get this purchased <laughs> on its release month on that. So also other news from Tokyo Game Show. Um, they announced a new game from Spike Chunsoft and developer Acquired. This is a spinoff from the Way of the Samurai series. It's called uh, Katana Kami on there. So and imagine uh, it's a RPG, but it's an action swordplay RPG on there. And it's going to be uh, coming out in uh, early 2020 in Japan on there. And Katakami, uh, Samurai travels to Forbidden Land in order to save the daughter of a blacksmith kidnapped as collateral for his debt on there. So the swordplay action of the Way of the Samurai series has been transformed into more of a hack-and-slash game on there. And there's dungeons in the game also as well. They're automatically generated on there so you can you know, keep going back and enjoying them multiple times on there. Um, you could run the sword blacksmith by n- manipulating the three influences based on the mountain pass. Make money, pay back the debt, and save Dojima's daughter on there. So then there's going to be game mode changes depending on whether it's day or night. During the day, you can make money by selling swords as a blacksmith. During the night, you could go to another world through a gateway from a pine tree to fight enemies, obtain swords and materials on there. So it looks like they kind of added... The way of the samurai kind of leanings and make it into more almost like a roguelike in a way. So, and so this kind of caught my eye. I've always enjoyed the way of the samurai series, even though there hasn't been one in quite a bit of time on there. So, and I've always kept an eye on the choir. There were one of the studios uh, that were pumping out Tenchu games for a bit, you know, after um, From Software kind of gave up the ghost on there. So, so, any thoughts on this game, you guys? I just thought it looked interesting. So, yeah, it could be it could be interesting. Um, uh, had they any mention? I can't I can't remember. Did did they mention anything about a uh, Western release or not yet? Not translations? Yet. Not yet. It's too soon. Just got announced at TGS. So, yeah, Spike Chunsoft has done a good job getting their stuff over as of late on there so i would almost say you know you're gonna develop a game and spend the money to develop it for japan they're already thinking of a western release i bet dimes to dollars i mean i mean way of the samurai series is actually on steam now which i don't know if you realize that or not but this way of samurai uh four is on my steam wish list probably invest and get that game bought and play it you know so because way Mm -hmm. of the samurai series started on ps2 back in the day so Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be interesting. For sure. Any thoughts, Desmond? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed Way of the Samurai back in the day, so I'm, you know, interested, and I think that it definitely needs uh, more love. So. Oh, for sure. Um, I just thought it was interesting that, you know, they, all out of the blue, are developing a, like a side 
game in the series, like a Gaiden game, you know. So yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like I never thought that I would remember it. It came out <clears throat> was it was last like Way of the Samurai Five or something. Uh, four. Four was oh, the four. last one. So, and that yeah. was the one that never it 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 never got a physical release or something. It was PS3. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. See, I I liked I liked those games, you know. And then so seeing that this is coming out, I'm kind of like, well, you know, what's you know what's what what's gonna happen? You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, to see, yeah, I was just kind of curious to check out the the Steam version because you know you could pick it up. Yeah, the PS3 version, the way of the Samurai Four, was only released physically, I believe, in um, Europe on there. So. So that's what happened with that. The kind of series kind of died in the U.S. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what they do. They're kind of rejuvenated a bit. So, all right. And then at TGS at the Monster Hunter World Iceborne stage, they did announce uh, pretty much the um, next second major title update uh, for the game. So October 10th, uh, they're going to introduce a new monster, Rajang on there uh, and then in november they're gonna um release the uh, horizon zero dawn frozen wilds collaboration quest one on there in november and then in december they're gonna have another major update including a new additional monster uh horizon zero dawn frozen wilds collaborations quest two and three and, and of course because it's christmas time uh running the astera festival and then in january 2020 uh they're going to be celebrating and they do have something kind of not revealed but they are going to be celebrating the two-year anniversary of monster Hunter world on that so you, you have new stuff to look forward to iceborne on top of all the content in the game itself so hmm. yeah looking forward to it you know just gotta introduce kezu once kezu comes <laughs> in then you know he's run, run the table <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kezu. Aww. Yeah, because Kevin, when once Kezu comes, ooh, dude, that that thing, oh, that thing. <laughs> Woo, Kezu, Kezu's no joke, dude. <laughs> it's it's literally like you know, and then it's releasing its spawn. It's a little suckling babies, you know. So it's gross. Yeah, <laughs> like a giant leech. Pretty uh, much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, giant. Yeah, giant. Uh, thing with wings. Yeah. Mm. Okay. There could be a joke there. It's like yeah, it's like like something with wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough said. Yeah. Enough said. Story. <laughs> SNK um, was showing off a arcade stick and a lot of people were kind of curious about it because it looked a little bit funky and it kind of looks like a big Neo Geo uh, CD pad on there, but they did finally announce it. A Neo Geo arcade stick pro It is going to come. It's a big white joystick, but it's going to come with 20 games pre-installed. On there, it was inspired by the Neo Geo CD's controller design and blown up to fighting stick size. There is actually eight buttons on this thing, too. So, and then the arcade stick can switch between two modes arcade stick mode and console mode. On there, they have plans for a worldwide release, but don't have the the, um, price or the release date as of yet. But also, with this particular joystick, they have. 
a couple of ports on the bottom so you could connect um, Neo Geo pads to the system, to the joystick on there. And uh, you could actually use it on your Neo Geo Mini system as well, on, on it, as well as connecting it to a PC to play, use it as a controller for PC gaming as well. So, so we haven't got a list of games yet for it. I just think it's kind of interesting that uh, you know this is not the new hardware that they've been talking about, but uh, you know, it's just I wish in a way it's just like I just you know, especially with the mini, the mini wasn't all that great on there and uh i'm not sure what the form factor of the stick what do you think kevin because i know you're more of a stick aficionado than i am but uh kind of looks kind of funky in a way to me so um if it's big enough to sit in your lap it'll be all right and if not if it's just like a big if it's like a controller size something maybe something a little bit bigger it's big. It looks like a giant Neo Geo CD pad. Yeah, if it if it if it's big enough to sit in my lap, I really wouldn't have too much of a problem with it. My my concern would be the parts that are being used. Um, I know a lot of Neo Geo aficionados prefer the like on the uh, CD pads, like that clicky joystick. I hated them. I couldn't. I the few times that I've tried to use them, I could not do my uh, dragon punches or my fireball inputs in games like Samurai Showdown. And I just, I did not like those clicky, those clicky sticks at all. So I'm hoping that it's, if it's not, uh, uh, you know, something like a, like what's in like the, like an real arcade part, uh, like a, a Sanwa stick, or, or JLF stick, something like that. Uh, hopefully, it's easily modifi- modable, so it can be replaced with something more traditional like that. Uh, otherwise, I think it's pretty. It, it looks like it could be pretty dope. I know all that. Re- it depends on the games that, that are going to be in the library, and that can be kind of tricky too. Because I mean, the uh, the, the different ways you can play Neo Geo Classic games is almost infinite <laughs> you know yeah. uh, but the idea that you can even i'm looking at the article now and you can the fact that you can plug in another stick into the port and you can do two player uh on a tv uh, i think that's that's pretty cool so i mean do, i would buy one uh depending on the games that are they're going to be part of that uh, collection uh, but yeah. it would definitely be something more that's kind of like a um it would be something i would use for sure but it would it would be something more along the lines of kind of like a novelty item like a usable novelty item gotcha for me yeah it's kind of kind of same thing with me i mean it's, if it's affordable enough and that's good quality might be something for me to think about and especially with the uh game you know, library that's going to be on there. If it's going to be like, you know, world heroes and like, you know, savage rain or something where, you know, you got these duds kind of occupy. I hope they curated enough. So they put like a lot of fighting games on there. Um, Don't know if they want to be bothered with like, you know, getting a joystick and playing like magician Lord or something on there, even though, you know, that, 
is something good if they want to release a um, Neo Geo system that's just like with control pads. That'd be one thing, you know. But uh, since it's a fighting stick, I would say uh, definitely throw have it be all fighters. I think I think that's a good way to go. So. Yeah, it really wouldn't make sense to put anything other than fighters on this stick. Maybe something like a couple of Sengoku games. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. But um, you know, I don't expect to see Cyberlip on here. <laughs> I don't think anyone's expecting or <laughs> wanting to receive any Cyberlip. So. I'll put it that way, or Super Spy. Yeah. So they should. They should. They definitely. This should be for fighters only. Okay. All right, also from TGS, of course, uh, Tecmo Koei has announced a little bit more on Neo 2 on there. It does have a release date early 2020 on there. It's going to go have to go up against heavy hitters. This is like Cyberpunk 2077 and Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is also at the show on there. But uh, we'll have to see how this kind of comes up. And if you do want to check it out, Open beta is going to be available on PlayStation consoles, of course, uh, from November 1st up all the way up to November the 10th on that. And you will not need to pre-order to obtain access to it. So anyone out there should be able to check this out if need be. And I didn't get a chance to check out any gameplay video. Did you get a chance to check out some of the coverage, Kevin? I did. Um, I liked what I saw. I was kind of hoping that this would be like, um, uh, oh gosh, what was, the, what was the name of their last game? My brain's not working right now. Um, Sekiro? Sekiro. I was hoping it would be more like Sekiro where there is no uh, stamina bar because that's the thing that kind of pushes me away from games like Bloodborne and even the first Neo is that I get caught up in the combat and I neglect my stamina bar. So I will always, you know, my dudes huh, will run out of stamina and gets gets killed. Uh, so I do prefer, I like this, the, the difficulty of those games. I love the difficulty of them. Uh, Sekiro is freaking phenomenal. And it's hard as nails. But, and, and, and it doesn't, it, because it doesn't have that stamina bar, I can just focus on reacting to what my opponent or opponents are doing. And I love that about that game. It looks like Neo 2 is going to have a stamina bar. Um, I don't know if the people playing the game were using powered up characters or characters that had more options, but it didn't look like the stamina bar was at was as heavy an emphasis on it as in the first game maybe i'm not sure um i'll i would probably if the stamina bar is not that big of a deal and i know you know uh souls aficionados people that are you know bloodborne players will say well the stamina bar is not an issue as long as you know what you're doing i get that it's just something that when i sink my my mind and my reflexes into a, an action game I just want to focus on the combat. I don't want to have to think about stamina bars and status bars and this and that. I, I just want to focus on uh, dealing with with my opponent or opponents with the tools that the game gives me. That's why I love Ninja Gaiden so much. It's because you, you don't really have you don't have to worry about that. You're just focusing on, you know, super quick combat counters. 
uh, blocking, positioning, dealing with crowd control effectively. And it's hard and you really have to be uh, conscientious of where you are on the screen. That's what I love about that series. So uh, as long as the stamina bar is not too big of an issue, I'll, I would definitely want to check it out. So I'm, I'm going to be uh, checking out that open beta and see what it's all about for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I've been meaning to play Neo itself. I actually took the time to buy the season pass for it, so it's like I want to uh, extract the value of it at least. So, so I'll definitely be uh, checking this out and seeing what your opinions are on it. And then this is not Tokyo Game Show news, but our last news story for this week is uh, a game came out of nowhere a little bit, announced on Steam. Um, there is a particular game that came out or is will be coming out soon called i love you colonel sanders on there so and the uh, motif of the game is being published by uh, kentucky fried chicken and uh, according to the game steam page here's the description of the game i love you colonel sanders a finger licking good dating simulator follows you a promising culinary student as you try to date your classmate, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Throughout your journey, you'll be faced with life-changing decisions that will affect your chances of friendship and love. But be careful. Your choices have real consequences with real animated characters' feelings at stake. So. Well, I'll be so, damned. Yes. In typical dating sim fashion, the art style of the game also reflects that of others in the genre, meaning it's quite anime-inspired, plus... Colonel Sanders uh, looks uh, pretty hot in the game, according to the <laughs> writers at Dual Shockers. On this, so, so, so we'll have to see. But uh, you know, the, according to Dual Shockers, uh, they'd be definitely down to share a bucket of fried chicken with him sometime because he's a man's man on there. So. <laughs> On there, you can check out the trailer. Uh, the game actually is releasing for free on Steam, so you'd be able to purchase this for free. It's coming out on the 24th of September on there, so it's in my um, wish list as we speak. I just put it in there, so, so we'll have to see how this goes on there. Desmond, this might be a way for you to fire up your laptop and, and get down with some romancing Colonel Sanders action. I'm, I'm good. So. I'm good. <clears throat> you good? Yeah, I'm good. You're so I'm, good. It's I'm, fun. I don't. Yeah. I'm, yeah. There might be How a hard you, pass Kev? on that one. I don't know. Yeah, they they can miss me with Colonel Sanders. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, that just seems so thing, weird. <laughs> I better not see Yukihiro Soma jump out of there. I uh, say I I would have I would have a fit. Uh, for those who don't know, that's a that's a Food Wars reference. Mm. Um, this is. Man, it's like you know, you know. I remember, I'm old enough to have to, and I have a copy of Kool Aid Man. And at least when there was some marketing, you know, and I'm, I guess the more recent ones would be like the uh, the trio of games that came out uh, based off of Burger King for Xbox 360. You know, avoid the Noid game for NES. It, it, it you know, Seven Up Spot. You know, there Seven Up Spot game. Mm-hmm. At least they were freaking games. Mm. I mean, this is. Uh, I, I mean, I'm glad it's free. I, I as cool as free, but it's like um, you know, we got 
we got this chicken sandwich war going on between Popeyes and and Chick Fil A, <laughs> and KFC's response is this shit. Pardon my language, but yo. Well, did you see the new thing? The, the new thing that real quick sidebar. <clears throat> did you see the new the new marketing that Popeyes did with the because the chicken sandwiches is gone because they, they ran out of chicken sandwiches. So now they basically did a thing where they they will give you. It's it's so it's BYOB, bring your own bun. So they were selling. It's like yeah, you can get our chicken tenders and you can just like put a, put a butt put it in a bun. You have your chicken sandwich, yummy. <laughs> I'm just like, are you serious with this? Get get out of here, get out of here, Popeyes. You're drunk. Go home, Popeyes. <laughs> I know someone did that. I, I don't know if they're doing that as part of an official menu item or not is. now. I, th- I think, but that was someone actually thing. did that. There was a video of it. Some guy, hey, we were around a chicken sandwiches, so the dude went. Got himself a bun from the store and said, "Can you make me a chicken sandwich mm. with this?" Bad, <laughs> bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's all bad. Man, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's a hard pass for me, bro. I don't know. It's uh, have you heard the other? Um, there's a series called Hado. Auto full boyfriend on Steam and also on PS4, but uh, and that's the dumbest pit- crap I've ever seen in my life. I've heard of hard to yeah, where you date birds, nah? Okay. Yeah, it's a pigeon dating uh, simulator. A yeah. pigeon no. dating simulator? Are you serious? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's okay. multiple games in the series actually. It's a crazy. pigeon dating simulator. <laughs> yes. Yes. I a have... human dating birds I... simulator, okay. mind you. All right. Well. <laughs> nah, I'm cool on that. I mean, I uh. Hmm? I mean, I'm not totally like sure what to do with that information, Joe. But okay, I mean, hey, there's you know, there, there's got to be games for everybody, right? Even if it's yes. bizarre as hell, you know. Yeah, you, actually, go. it's it's uh, you are a girl and you romance pigeons. A pigeon. <laughs> yes, a pigeon. Yes, pigeons. Plural pigeon. Multiple. <laughs> You can play it on that computer you have in your game room right now. It's it's in my Steam library. So. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> no. I, 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 mm, that just is... Mm, no. no. Okay. I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm just kind of like, con- what? That concludes what? our news for this week. Oh, you're gonna okay. end it. You're gonna end it on Colonel Sanders and the chicken dating simulator. You are out of control, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. No problem. This is the content I come here to deliver. Yes, this is be be joyful as Joe brings you the news. Oh, man, about chicken <laughs> about chicken romance. Yeah. Well. <laughs> If 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 that last news story hasn't made you hungry for some chicken or some or some pigeon, whatever you whatever you want to fry up, um, Kentucky Fried Pigeon, yeah, right. Kentucky Fried Pigeon, you are ugh, Joe, out of control, buddy. Uh, contact. You can reach us at gamingvessels at gmail dot com. You want to hit us up there. Uh, Give us your comments on gaming, the gaming industry, anything we may have said that you want to give feedback on on the show. If you would like to actually be a part of the show, 
you're going to want to send your email there. Um, on Twitter, I can be found at shownuff 71 That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. On PlayStation Network, I can be found at shownuff 7 same spelling, the number 7. On Xbox Live, I can be found at shownuff 71 same spelling, 71 And on Steam, I can be found at shownuff 71 uh, same spelling as my Twitter handle. Uh, Trader Joe, uh, if you're not frying up chicken or pigeons, <laughs> where can the <laughs> folks reach you at on social media? Uh, Twitter, uh, I could be found at Joe Fongul, J O E F O N G U L. PSN is Kamunagara, K A M U N A G A R A. Uh, same handle is on Steam, Nintendo Network, and uh, also, uh, Xbox Live, I can be found at Mr. Fungal, uh, Keppel, M-R, Keppel, F-O-N-G-U-L on there. We'll see if I turn on my Xbox. All this Gears 5 talk has me thinking of actually powering it up. That way I can at least update the firmware. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And Des, where the folks find you? Yeah, you can find me on, uh, uh, not Xbox, uh, you can find me on PS4. <clears throat> at uh, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R that's Nemo Tigger you can find me on Twitter at the Nemo 6 that's S-I-X not the number 6 and uh, hopefully we can you know hang out talk about you know these things we love games mm-hmm. game night we're gonna be throwing game night up uh, we'll do it on Saturday this upcoming week on there so Look forward to that. That should be on September 21st on there. And uh, we'll start it off at nine, at 5 p.m. Pacific time and uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time on there. So PSN, so definitely look up. We'll throw something up on Twitter if need be. And you could join us. We'll be playing quite a bit of Monster Hunter Iceborne and then maybe some Borderlands 3 if anyone owns that out there. On that, I don't know if either of you two think about buying Borderlands anytime soon, but you know, we'll see what you guys want to play. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely feel free to let us know what you would like to uh, play for game nights, and I'm sure we'll be we'll be happy to oblige. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, oh yeah, and with that, we're going to bring this episode of Gamer Husbands to a close. I am Shonuff seventy one. Speed, uh, signing off for Des the Bay Area Terror and of course Trader Joe the Food Max of Gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar we will be back next time with a new episode peace <laughs>